Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on. Someone that's dependable, understanding. Someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. Follow a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners. With 19,000 local agents, they get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. We love kicking back with a drink or two during The Bachelor, and lately, we've been grabbing some Bud Light Seltzer. If Bachelor contestants were flavors of Bud Light Seltzer... Who would be strawberry? Um, I'm giving that to McKenna. And mango? That's going to, ta- to Tammy. Black cherry, Hannah Ann, lemon lime, definitely Kelsey. Pick up a Bud Light Seltzer variety pack and find your favorite flavor. And now let's badge. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We're going to talk Vanderpump Rules, but first, I want to hit a couple of Bachelor topics. My producer, Craig, is going to chat with me. Hi, Craig. Hey, Bachelor stories never stop. Bachelor stories never stop. We got a couple of hot ones this week. Mm-hmm. First of all, Dean and Kaylin. I just want to say, I saw Dean and Kaylin in the wild last night, and they were really lovely. I had never met either of them before. Dean is so much taller than I was expecting. He's like a legit tall guy. I'm going to put him at a a true 6'3". Who's the tallest bachelor person you've ever met? Oh, good question. It might be Dean. He's really tall. It's like Dean or Ben. Ben's tall too. And then, yeah, I think it's them. Blake? Wasn't Blake huge? Blake was wearing a hat that like added an inch, so it's kind of hard to say. And he's a Chelsea boot guy, so uh, that's another inch. I know. That's uh, that's a negative in my opinion. But you know, Blake, do you? Um, He was wearing a ring. But he would not say if they were married or not. But he's been wearing a ring, like, in pictures. And that's why people think that they're potentially married. I read that they had, like, a commitment ceremony. That seems like the kind of thing Dean would do. Based, you know? Based he's, like, against the marriage. Yeah. Which, like, is fine. Sure. I, they see, they had just gotten massages. They seemed really happy. Oh, I, wow. I really I really liked them. And they were, like, very courteous and polite. And they were they were delightful. So... I, I just couldn't believe that I had a Dean and Kalen sighting like right in the middle of this Dean and Kalen commentary. I know. Dean like got really injured. Did you see that? While like skiing, he broke yeah. his femur. That's what uh, he was walking. No, no crutches, no anything. Wow. But he was limping. But that's why they got together, I think, is because she like flew out to Switzerland to take care of him. And like they realized they really love each other. How'd the hair look? He was wearing a hat. It was long though, but no mustache. But he was like wearing like a beak, a, like a wool hat on top of his head. Were you a Dean person? Did you like Dean? I was never that into him. I wasn't against him. I just when he went on the show, he was really like just not ready for it, in my opinion. But yeah. it was it was just a very great timing. I was super excited. Um, on the topic of relationships, something that broke right after I recorded earlier in the week, Chris. Goose and Crystal. So sad. They're donezo. A conscious separation. A conscious separation. No one can call things what they normally are now. You can't get married and you can't break up. It's conscious separation. Just say conscious uncoupling. No one's going to hold it against you. <laughs> it's funny. It's fine. Um, I I confirmed they actually did get married that, like over the summer when Chris Harrison married them in Mexico. Like That was legit. So like they have to pay for a legal divorce. That sucks. Yeah, that's really rough. We've all watched Marriage Story. We know how much it costs. A lot. I know. I liked both of them. Like they, they were like as of 
late, they became so much more likable than their character personalities, like, on the show. I mean, I hated both of them on Paradise. Yes. And, like, they're kind of not insufferable anymore. Sad they're breaking up. I know. I, I honestly feel bad for them. It's, uh, it's, it's sad. And also, it seemed like they had, like, found something in each other, and they're both kind of weird. So that's just a bummer. That's what Paradise can do. You know, know, like Evan and Carly. I know, but they're still together. I can't I know. believe it. They had a child. Am I wrong? They have two kids now. Wow. And then he already had a son, so their family is just, like, large. Paradise brings more people together than the actual show, right? Oh, definitely. Because yeah. there's just—it's, I think, more fun and more of an opportunity to, like, actually find someone you might like. It's, it's just, more like dating. Yes, it is more like dating. Still in a very compressed time period, though. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, sad for them. And lastly, one thing I just really wanted to hit on mm-hmm. is Marissa Pence is Peter's ex-girlfriend, the one who uh, told him about Victoria being a quote-unquote— Homewrecker, which she actually didn't say, but that's the term that's been thrown around. Yeah. I take issue with that term. It's like just so inherently sexist. Like it takes two. Like Victoria didn't do anything on her own if it's true. You know? Yes. Yes. If somebody was cheating on their spouse, it's also that person's fault. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> actually, probably more that person's fault. Yes. Because Victoria, like, you know, if this, if this even happened at all, which like we, there's not a lot of proof of except a lot of hearsay. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a Victoria fan, so this is like, I'm just just trying to be unbiased here. How did you find, how quickly did you find Marissa Pence after the episode? Like, immediately. Yeah. She, because, this is, I'm glad you asked, she wanted to be found. She was, like, mm. Instagram storying, wearing a t-shirt that said Mondays are, Monday nights are for The Bachelor, mm. and hashtag truth shark. And I think she was referring to herself as a truth shark oh, or something, trying to create her own hashtag to, like, capitalize on her TV moment. Any opportunity to become a brand... Yeah. And it just was like, why was your face face blurred? I don't know why they did that. Um, And he said, like, Marissa, they could have cut that. Yes. So that was weird. The face blurring was very strange. It was like a weird, bad attempt at trying to have some kind of, um, like, anonymity for her, which she clearly didn't want. And she, um, like, she posted a picture of her, like, FaceTiming with Reality Steve. Oh, wow. She... And and that's how a lot of this came to light is I think Marissa went to Reality Steve like back in October when this was filmed. So you think this was a fame play? Definitely a fame play. Yeah. It says public figure on her Instagram. What do you need to do to get that? I, I have no idea. She only has 14,000 followers. That's also, She's not verified. That's double from what she had on Monday. Really? I think she had like seven when I started following her. Hmm. Yeah, like I'm out on Marissa Pence. Everything with the Victoria storyline, I'm just out on. Like I don't want to be talking about is Victoria a homewrecker? It's just inherently sexist. I don't really care about Marissa Pence who's like just looking to get famous. Like the whole the whole thing is bizarre. And the more I thought about it and talked about it with like our coworkers and stuff, Peter waiting until the night sitting on Victoria's parents' porch to confront her is just so fucked up. Like, we saw from Colton and Hannah's season, like, if you want to break format and, like, break out of, like, the shackles of how, how the producers want to run. You can do whatever you run, want. Yeah, you can. He could have he approached her way sooner, and he didn't, I'm assuming, because producers told him to wait. And, like, that's just fucked up. So I am not a Victoria fan, but I'm definitely not pro—I'm not on Peter's side in this fight. Yes, yeah, so maybe they both suck. I think I think that's one. Maybe of the they're seasons. perfect for yeah. each other. I don't know. I, she, she's like a different level. I still hate the sound of her voice, but I've just found this whole thing ridiculous. Like, there's just so many questions about. Like, I talked about this with Rob a little bit. Like, how did Marissa get close? How did production know about her? Like, there's just a, a lot going on. And, and Peter and, hasn't uh, said anything, right? No, he hasn't. He's mm. he's not really defended Victoria, but he also doesn't really distance himself. I don't know. He just gives a lot of weird, wishy-washy answers. Do you think, let's say somebody does end up with Peter, what are they instructed to do from, like, a social media perspective during this, like, weird, awkward time before they can announce it? Are, um, they, are they just supposed to pretend, like, like you can still post about, like, your dates with Peter from the show, but that's it? Yeah, basically. Although there's, like, a theory that, spoiler alert, 
that Hannah Ann wins because everyone else's um, like Venmo. Photos. No, everyone else's Venmo is is public except for Peter and Hannah Ann. Oh, because they're Venmoing each other yeah. for like dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's, people are going way too freaking far. That's a theory that's out there. So people are searching their Venmos. Yeah, that's there. That's like one theory that I think I saw. That's on like, like the final frontier of social media is Venmo stalking. Venmo, a lot of people have like gotten in trouble for Venmo. Like people who like Venmo their friends, like paying them back for drugs and like include like some kind of like. Stupid people go so private. I it's mean, not that hard. Also, I don't trust Venmo. I, I don't know. Just, you don't use it? I do, but like I don't trust it. I don't I do not do like maximum Venmoing because I don't think it's like a particularly secure service. Oh, just, we do. My roommates do take. rent via Venmo. I know a, lo- a lot of people do, but. I mean, they're owned by PayPal, right? I think that they are, PayPal yes. bought them, I believe. Yes, I think that's correct. But I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Just saying. <laughs> but I just, the whole Marissa Pence thing, she's clearly looking for fame. Hashtag truth shark, not a thing. Today she was like, and now back to regularly scheduled programming. Like Ugh. she she probably wants to be on the show, couldn't get on, and this was like the only way. Truth shark, bad name. So bad. Cheesy. I know. And just, just really uncool. Also like the kind of um, complicity between her and Reality Steve is strange. I, the whole thing. Yeah, their partnering is a little bit suspicious. The, the whole thing, I just, I've, I've got my eye on you, Marissa, and soon I'm going to unfollow so you don't have the satisfaction of getting my my follow in your account. Good. 14.7K now. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. It's going to go down once once I convince people to unfollow. Um, all right, let's get into Vanderpump Rules. Welcome to the Right Reasons portion of this podcast. I'm joined, as always, to talk about Vanderpump Rules by my best friend, David Jacoby. Hi, buddy. Hello. We're best friends now? I think we're pretty close. Okay. Because I know you power rank everything. And you know what? I have best friends. You have one best friend. You, Juliet. Your family. I use best friend loosely. Your family, Juliet. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you have a lot of best friends. One thing you learn, when you have a long relationship with Juliet Littman, you learn that she's got like 75 best friends. You are, they categorize themselves. Oh, camp best friends, high school best friend, yeah. college best friend, roommate best friend. It's a tier. Am, am I your work best friend? You're, you're, yeah, you might be. Anyone who would be offended by hearing you say that not won't listening. be listening to this <laughs> podcast, so it's fine. yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're definitely not. So might as well just, just lean into it. Work best friend. Work best friend. It's great. Jacoby and Julia. Work lunch buddy. The only person I've ever like willingly gotten lunch with on a regular basis is you. <laughs> great. <laughs> Let's talk Vanderpump. It okay. I just want to say I you might not have noticed. I don't know what service you're using to watch the episode, but I was watching mm-hmm. on YouTube TV, and as a result, I was very keenly aware. The name of the episode was It's Not About the Pastor, which is a great callback to It's Not About the Pasta. But the pasta. Oh, great callback. <laughs> the Vanderpump oh. people are like, they're cheeky and they're smart. I like it. I really they're do. They're doing, a, I, I feel like they've over the years gotten better and better and better at their craft, yeah. which is good because when you watch a show for as long as we have, you do need to show, I want to see some development. Yeah. LeBron developed a three point shot, developed a post game. Like, I, I want to see you develop your skills over time and the people that work on this show definitely have. Um, They say it's not about the pastor, but it was. It was all about the pastor this week. And we're only two weeks out from Jackson Brittany's wedding. We're going to get into this pastor drama. But first, Jacoby, we just need to rectify one thing that we said a few weeks ago on the record. Yeah, we messed up. We messed up. We thought that a picture of Kobe Bryant and his wife, Vanessa Bryant, was a picture of Kobe and Lala uh, Kent at This Is Lala, or Give Him Lala, and we're sorry. That was incorrect. We were um, just really wrong, and we saw all your DMs. Thank you. We acknowledge you. 
as much as I want to apologize to the Bryant family who deserve all of our prayers and thoughts and condolences, I feel like Lala hurt, got hurt the most from this one. Because <laughs> we accused her of, of age lying? Of, yeah, of being like 47. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, I'm 31, guys. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Back off. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Stop <laughs> age shaming me. So to Lala, I apologize. I do as You'll well. always be in my heart. And to Vanessa Bryant. And you're killing it this you. season. Lala, I love always. Sober Lala. Love. Sober Lala is crushing. She's crushing. Making some making some questionable satirical decisions, but I'm sure we'll get to that later. Yes, we sure will. All right. So Jackson Brittany episode ep- opens with um, Kent, Kent, Ken, and Lisa in their Rolls Royce, very conspicuously mm-hmm. a Rolls Royce, very clean. Did they rent this car for the show? No, they're rich. They're okay. rich, rich. But I feel like a Rolls Royce, you want to be driven in. Like, I feel like there should be someone driving them while they have this conversation in the back seat, And they get honked at at some point. And they're like, it wasn't a traffic honk. That was a you're Lisa Vanderpump honk. Yeah, definitely. It was like, hey, Lisa. I would honk. If I was pulling up next to the two of them in a Rolls, I would definitely honk and wave. Oh, my God. For sure. I, You know, I very infrequently, like maybe one time in eight years of living in Los Angeles, have I ever like rolled up next to someone I actually recognized. Like it never happens. And so if it did, it'd be extremely exciting. Well, you were at Pump when Lisa sat down next to us, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen Lisa yeah. a few times. I'm saying not in the car. Oh, Buds? Yeah. Well, is she your best friend? She's, she's, she's she not the best friend, best friend here. You know how it's like okay. at like a fundraiser, there's like different like tiers and like circles, like founder circle or like benefactor. Mm-hmm. That's like me mm-hmm. and friends, you know, there's different tiers. Yep. It's fucked up. I'm sorry, friends. Anyway, next. So Lisa is explaining this drama to Ken about how Brittany and Jax's pastor that they've selected to marry them in two weeks' time is homophobic and transphobic, and she says not a friend of the LGBTQ community. And Vanderpump mm-hmm. is very, the Vanderpump squad is very much embedded in the LGBTQ um, community proudly. I mean, last week was the Pride episode. It's a foundation of the show. You know, they, I think, were really a leader in having Billy on the show, who's trans, and very upsetting to um, Lisa and Ken and basically everyone. But Lisa and Ken really lead this charge. And then... Yes. Pretty quickly, it is revealed that they have they have ditched the pastor and they are instead having Lance Bass. And to quote Jax, Lance Bass is my pastor. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a good turn of phrase. So good. Lance Bass is my pastor, bitch. I loved it. He didn't say the bitch but part, but I did. There is a lot. There's a lot that you sort of like skimmed over that needs to be well, sort of in. rehashed. Well, number one, number, top thing that's skimmed over. Why don't they show us the conversation of Brittany and Jax firing the pastor? They show the run-up to it in one of those sepia black and white flashbacks, but they don't actually show the phone call. I Mm. wanted to see it. I do too. And also, Ariana's like, I've known this for six months. And so has Brittany, because she acknowledged it on Watch What Happens Live in January 2019. And she's like, I talked to him, and he said that he was cool, so we're cool. Yeah, and you're like, no, it's not how it works. It was, yeah, I can't murder somebody and tell the cops. They're like, you know what? I'm not a murderer. I'm cool. Don't worry about it. They're still going to arrest me for murder. Yes, 100. Because I did that. Like it's, it's like you can't just you can't just like verbally just sort of like scrub things clean. You can't be the verbal Lysol does not take away the disinfectant that farted in the room. Right. Like you are homophobic, and you have these. I'm gonna just bigot Bigoted. bigotry opinions. Yeah. yeah. What am I saying? Bigoted and, opinions. Like, you can't. Yeah, bigoted opinions. You can't just kind of be like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're good. We're he good. doesn't we're fine, believe fine. it. It's fine. 
let's all move on. And, and yeah. the weird thing is that the focus of the episode was way more on the fighting between the friends, not about the pastor himself, which I guess well, is the point of the title. Does that bother you? Because you only care about the fighting between the friends, Juliet. That's the whole sort of like genesis of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did en- I did enjoy this episode, I guess. I, I, I have a lot of strong opinions coming out of it, but I just thought it was weird that they showed them about to call him, but not the actual phone call. It's a, it's a real Bachelor move. On The Bachelor, do they do the same thing where you hear that there was a fight, but you don't really see the fight? You only yeah. get, you only see the, the litigating of it, which is, I guess, what is leads to more drama and fighting. I mean, I can't believe that this pastor from Kentucky didn't consent to have a conversation about him being homophobic aired on national television. <laughs> he did. So weird. He did give a quote to Page Six back in June when all this went down, though, and he said— oh, yeah. He said, I am neither transphobic nor homophobic. I am a Christian love. I, as a Christian, love and respect all human life, regardless of race, religion, nationality, and sexuality. But as a Christian and a pastor, I must standly firm on the Bible and its teachings as to how we should live before God. I know not all people are accepting of this belief or religious point of view, but I am. So he kind of is trying to have it both ways, saying, I am not these things, oh, yeah. but I believe in what the Bible says. I am these things. It's... It's, it's not satisfactory if you are a part of the LGBTQ community. Are you ready for a controversial opinion? Yes. Juliet, it's almost like you can use the word the Bible to support any belief that you have. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's led it's to almost, thousands of years almost of like war you can just and hatred. You can choose which parts of the Bible you believe in to tailor them to your true innate beliefs. It's almost like you can manipulate the word of the quote-unquote God into backing you no matter what you think. Because I'm sure there are some passages in the Bible that say that we should love everybody. I I didn't memorize the book, but I'm sure there's something that says that we should be acceptable of all God's creations. But he chooses to sort of say, yeah, I ride with these other passages in the Bible. You know, his Bible's not my Bible anyway. There's just a lot of a lot of room for interpretation and debate here. A lot a lot of room to disagree. <laughs> do you want to dig on that or do no. you want to go back to the episode? No, I want to go back to the episode. <laughs> Let's go back to the episode. Good idea. Good so idea. everyone gets mad two weeks before, but they've all known about this for six months. So I think what happened is you're they don't really acknowledge it, but there was like a media firestorm around this about two weeks mm-hmm. out where as Jackson and Brittany are hyping their sponsored wedding, which we haven't seen on the show yet, but we've seen on social media, people get wind that this um, Ryan Dotson is going to marry them. And since, like, it, as acknowledged on the show this week, they're all so much on social media that it became an issue that they had to address. And, the, and therefore, they had to bring in Lance Bass. Lance Bass is my pastor. I have Lance Bass as my pastor, bitch. Lance Bass is also my pastor. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. He's more like my North Star, just sort of like my moral North Star. Like, what would Lance Bass do? We So we work, you don't, but I work at Sunset Gower Studios, which is where The Ringer is. And for a long time, Lance Bass had an assigned parking space on the lot, but I never once saw him. I always did, wanted did to. Did you ever see a car in the spot, no, though? No, I didn't. I didn't. It was weird. Oh, boss move. I know. Boss move having a parking spot somewhere you, you don't use. even work or go to. I know. Boss move. It's probably <laughs> negotiating some contract that he had with some like reality show. Truly impressive. I, yeah. I was, I was, it was interesting. And so the person who was the most mad about this was probably Ariana, who also is um, recently publicly identifying as bisexual. So I think she felt particularly targeted as she mentioned on the show. And the person who is most vocally mad about it is her boyfriend, Tom Sandoval. And Sandoval at the birthday party for Peter, who was one of the groomsmen of Jack's and therefore couldn't invite James, more on that later, um, brings it up to Brittany and Brittany gets like really mad for anything being questioned that she's done. And 
I think Sandoval had a point. I think Sandoval and Ariana have got a point. They're like, no one wants to say anything to Jackson and Ariana. What? Okay. First of all, there are so, I mean, it was so difficult for me to lay out and listen to you say those things without just <laughs> butting in with my opinion. Because I have, I have takes about the birthday party. I have takes about everything. But let's just, I'll just, I'll just deal with the issue at hand. Okay. We'll come back to the birthday party. I promise. Yes. I will say this. I actually side with Jackson Brittany on this particular what? issue. Yes. Should they have hired a clearly bigoted and clearly transphobic and homophobic pastor to unite them at a wedding in which there are leaders in the LGBTQ plus community? No, they should not have. That is a mistake. That's something they should not have done. However, should they have done something about it earlier when it was clearly brought to their attention? Because anyone who has social media, no matter how big you are, you know you read the comments. You know sure. you read the mentions. You, I know that this crossed your brain before, and you did nothing about it until it became a thing that you had to do something about. It's true. Are you in the right there? No. However, if I'm Tom Sandoval, I don't bring it up. I think Sandoval did it specifically for the cameras. Like He was just like, oh, okay, this is the thing. I'm going to—and and he's obviously just like— Everyone's having feelings. There's so much like pent up animosity between them. They don't know mm. how to express it. I love it. where you're going here. And I think yes. that, that he's like picked this as an issue to have like, it's like a proxy war with Jax and Brittany. Yes. And also I think he's upset with Jax about the, the, the like, maybe you're not the best man thing. And right. like Jax sort of abusing his groom's power, which I absolutely love. But honestly, there is something about planning a wedding where Jax is abusing the power, but the power still does exist. That's just like, don't mess with these people. They've got other things to deal with. Then why didn't you do something about it earlier? It's like, you know what? I didn't do something about it earlier because this person is important to my soon-to-be wife's family. Right. So just leave me alone and then talk about me behind my back like a real friend will. A real friend will talk about you behind your back and not bring it to your face and then just complain about you to their friends and then after the wedding, like a month after the wedding, will then have it out with you. But honestly, just swallow it until the wedding. That's how I would have behaved in that situation if I was Sandoval. That's the Kristen Doty school of friendship. And I, I agree with you because also everyone who knows Jax knows he doesn't take action until he's called out. He's never once done the right thing because it was the right thing to do. He only does the right thing like when he's pressured into it as a result oh, yeah. of social media. So like a, he has no morals or ethics no, whatsoever. And none. he's established this. He's openly owned this. So to like kind of question him on his actions and like, why didn't you do something earlier when this is about your attention? He's like, I'm Jax, dude. Yeah. Like I'm Jax. It's it's like it's like when it's 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 like, oh, I jumped in the lion cage and the lions attacked me. It's like, yeah, you're in the lion cage. Yes. That's what they do. It doesn't, it's just completely, completely ridiculous. But to expect Jax to do the right thing. But at the same time, like, I, I don't like when you can't criticize people. I just feel like everyone should be open to critique. And so not being able to, like. Oh, really? Yes. Except for me, of course. Please don't okay. criticize me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Copy. Copy that. All right. But I agree with Ariana that, like, why can't, why is everyone so afraid of Jax and Brittany? Who because cares? you get immunity. You get immunity. You it's it's like survivor. Like you've just got it for the next week. So there's nothing you can do can hurt you. It's, like it's just like when you have a wedding and you're, and you're getting closer to that wedding, you become the prince and the princess, which will come up later, I'm sure. Oh my but it's gosh. like that's what you get. You get that for a month of your life. Did Jack spread it into eight months? Did Jack take it too far? Sure, yes. But I do not feel it's appropriate. 
at the batting cage at Peter's birthday party, which is a huge turnout for Peter's birthday party. It's just not, huge it's just turnout. not, it's not something I would have brought up if I was Tom Sandoval, but I will say this. I think a part of this and oh, you're not even ready for this take. Are you ready for this take? I'm, I'm so excited. Hit me. I think there's a part of Tom Sandoval that's actually sneak dissing Tom Schwartz. Wow. Stand by. Wow. He's like, this is how you stick up for your girlfriend. Something that you haven't done in the last decade. It's true. Is my girlfriend's very offended by this. So I'm going to say something to Jax about it. And I'm going to make a little bit of a show about it, pun intended, because you've never done that, Tom Schwartz. I'm still mad at you about Stasi's party. That's a great point. I think that's, I really like that. I hadn't thought of it, but I think it's a really good point. I think Sandoval is just so unhappy and mad at everyone around him. He's trying to show up everyone all the time right now. And he just like wants, I also, could he be on HGH? He looks like he's hit second puberty to me. I feel like he looks. Who, Sandoval? Yes. Wait, are you accusing the guy that routinely shaves his forehead of using testosterone enhancers? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) The man that shaves his forehead? I feel like he's hit a second puberty. His like body and, and face are morphing the way that like NBA players and like when they hit 30, like seems to have a second puberty as well. And I, I just occurred to me, perhaps there's some kind of some enhancements happening. I would say HGH is probably like a little 2004 for him. Okay. I think it's probably much more likely like some sort of filler Botox injection situation mm. on his face. Right. I mean, that would be the LA answer, of course. That would be my guess. Right. Yeah. I just That'd feel be like, my guess. I feel like he looks like he's like a, a, a stronger jaw than he used to. I don't know. The whole thing is strange. But I Sandoval definitely just like wanted to make a show of like being in the right. Like him and him and Ariana are looking for superiority like all the time. And they decided this was how this this week. Yeah. Of whatever. Uh, it was, it was, I don't know. It's just also like Jackson Brittany, like, come on, like Lance Bass. A- at the time um, when this happened, it was like Lisa got them Lance Bass because they had to fire Ryan Dotson or whatever. Of course. Of course. I mean, of course. Of course. But if like, you're Lance Bass, you, if you see Lisa Vanderpump come across your phone, you answer every time and the oh, answer yeah. is always yes. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And do you know who had it right the whole time? Who? James Kennedy. Yeah. He's, James totally. Kennedy's first response to hearing Lance Bass, he was like overcompensating and way too late. And I was like, wow, James Kennedy, you just you just really dialed that in into four words. I totally and agree. Nailed it. I saw a note, Jacobs. I was reviewing your notes, and of course I had my own notes. We we called out a lot of the same quotes this week. It made me feel good about our, our simpatico as as a co-host. As best friends. As best friends, yeah. As, as absolute best friends. <laughs> as best friends. Um, but yeah, James is totally right. Also, James. Not at this party. Let's just talk about the party for a little bit. Oh, I'd love to. So it was at a bar called Strike Zone, which is in Koreatown. Stasi also had a, a great line where she was like, we're just in Koreatown. What did she say? Oh, we're not in Game of Thrones. We're in Koreatown. We're not in Westeros. We're yeah. in Koreatown. That's we're where not, it's because she yeah. was saying that he was Jon Snowy. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was saying that Sandoval was like Jon Snow and like had to like do what was right all the time. But we're not in Westeros. We're in Koreatown. It was really funny. I loved it. Stasi loves Game of Thrones. She references it all the time. All the time. And if you, you also have to remember that they filmed this like right around right after it ended. Game of Thrones mania. Like yeah. I've completely forgot the Game of Thrones has ever existed. I drag everything to the trash once it's over. And I will say that whose idea, whether it's a producer, whether it's Peter himself, anyone in the world who is like, do you know what would make a great birthday party? Us going to a really terrible bar that also has one single batting cage. What is that? I don't agree. I thought it seemed great. 
I thought it seemed Oh no. I thought it seemed Oh great. no. I mean No, 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 no. Bowling alley, basketball court, top golf. There is activity birthday things to be had. As you know, I play basketball on every one of my birthday parties here in New York City. I do know it's that. It's my favorite day of the year. It's perfect. You're invited every single year. But a batting cage is adjacent to the basketball court in which I play it. No one ever uses it. Batting cage is not fun. How many times have you been in a batting cage in your life? Twice. Really? Like both both under the age of 13. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, what? <laughs> batting cage, not that much fun. It, batting cage is a very short shelf life in terms of fun. It's a singular activity that one person can do at a time. I guess. Sure. Well, first of all, there's the iconic batting cage scenes in When Harry Met Sally. So that's influencing me here a little bit. Never saw that movie. Oh, once. my God, Jacoby. You're fired. Literally never oh saw that movie. Oh, my God. Once. Don't even care to. No, not interested. Saw the diner scene. That's all I need to see. I don't even know, like, what kind of movies you like. You don't really like. You're not a movies guy. Not a movies guy. <laughs> <laughs> not a movies guy. It's not your thing. And, Project X. And Project X. It's like, yeah, it's like your, you just lo- live for the Miles Teller cameo. Um, yes. Anyway, and, and of course, The Dark Knight Rises, in which we cemented our, our best friendship. Mm-hmm. Starring, Shout out to Annie. Yeah, starring your friend Annie. Um, anyway, I thought this seemed great because it allowed for many people to look stupid, like Kristen, essentially. Yes. And they added sound effects <laughs> yeah. to her misses, which I thought was really important. <laughs> I also just thought like it's it's a, it's a activity that lets you take out aggression, and these people all have so much of it that I thought that was wise as well. And like in general, I just thought it seemed fun. I I think being at like no way I don't know I just liked it. I was into it. Uh, so you weren't paying attention to the food. The food looked terrible. Of course it did. It's not the right kind of bar. It also like, it was too it was like, too big. That's the thing. It, it was like a diner with a batting cage. It was like a straight up diner. The lighting was wrong. Everything was wrong. I th- Everything was wrong. I thought it fit with the theme of immaturity, immature parties, because we'll talk about Britney's bridal shower, but she had Disney princesses in it. And I was like, Peter's got to be turning like 45 and he's chosen a, ba- oh. a batting cage. <laughs> older, older or younger, me or Peter? I think Peter's older. I think Peter's older too. I, I think that Peter's like 43. I also think that Peter actually works as a manager. It's like, yeah, he's not on the show that like, much. I think he like has like Excel spreadsheets with the schedule and like what people tipped out on credit cards. Like I think he like actually does real work at Sir. Unlike someone like Jackson, who probably just, like picks up one shift a week and does it only for shoots. Yeah, I think that also Peter like needs the money because it's like he's not on the show all the time. Like he needs the money from his job working at Sir. I would love, absolutely love. To have, just to be a fly on the wall during a conversation of someone who represents Jax and someone who represents Tom Sandoval and them comparing how much each one makes for the show. Oh my God. And then like just having that conversation about who's more important and like, because they don't get paid the same. Peter does not make the same as Jax. No, definitely not. So I want to know how they determine those different rates. I'm dying to have that information. I know. I, I have no idea. I would love to know as well. Also, like, how much... Because they, they quantify their importance to the show. They also definitely talk to each other about it. Like, these, these people are like, here's how much I make. Oh, yeah. How much do you make? And Jax probably leads the conversation to make everyone feel bad. Yes. And then also, if you're Brittany, you're like, well, if I leave, then what's Jax? Totally. I know. And Stassi, like, takes credit for getting Jax on the show. She says that he wasn't even working at Sir, but she got him the job so he could be on the show. Interesting. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Um, I think it was part of her book. It came out recently. You read her book? I didn't. I read articles about her book. Okay. I was about to say, because I know you like to read. You like to go to the beach and read. I do I love to read. I know if, if, uh, if Stassi's book was one of those days that you spent on the beach. Because it's a day. Stassi's book does not take two days. <laughs> My friend Becky's reading it and really enjoying it. Okay. 
Oh, good, good. So well, get, get Becky to give us some nuggets for the show next week. <laughs> I will. I will. Anyway, also at the party, Sheena was telling everyone how she can't drink because she's freezing her eggs. I don't think that's true, but whatever. Okay, Sheena, carry on. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess... I don't think alcohol, it helps fertility. Sure. So if, if you're doing everything by the book, then I'm sure that they would say, hey, probably don't drink. But I don't think they're like, you know what? You can't drink, but you have to tell every single person you encounter that you're not drinking because you're freezing your eggs. I'm not sure that's what the doctor's advice is. Sheena has become worst case scenario of like the single woman in her mid-30s where it's just like everything is, is like she can't keep anything inside. Everything about her is embarrassing. You're just like, how is this going to end for you? Will you find a job? Will you find a man? Will you find happiness? And like the answers are mostly no. And it's just like, it's absolute worst case scenario for a very specific type of of woman in her 30s. I feel I feel for her. And I've also just completely shaded her. So I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot going on there. Some of which I will we'll talk about off the show. Sure. But I will say this is, uh, Sheena is also like weirdly endearing. Because yeah, I because you feel sense, sorry for her. Yes, like I get the sense that I don't really understand the full complexity and nuances of everyone on the show because they only give me so much. But Sheena, I really think, is the Sheena that we get. Yeah, Sheena's like, I'm being realistic. Kids are not happening for me anytime soon, but I'd like to have them. So I'll freeze my eggs. I'll freeze my eggs and I'll tell everybody tell about it. And I'm going to smile through the pain. Yes. Like her smiling through the pain is just like what she has done every second of every frame of every time she's on the screen in this show. And she's And just, it's like super duper sad, but in a weird way. It's like, at least I know who you are. I know what I'm dealing with in Sheena. She also is like, she's getting screwed left and right. Like, Max chose Dana. Now Brett's going out with Charlie. She is still working at Sir when everyone else has moved on and bought, like, a nice house. She's just, like, renting in Marina Del Rey. Like, everything for Sheena has broken wrong. Everything. Everything. And she's I mean, the I, reason this show exists. Like, it's a real, it's a real shitty turn of events for Sheena. It really is. She walked us into this, this franchise. Literally. And- <laughs> She literally intentionally said that, and she, like, has not progressed. And I'm glad you brought up the Charlie part, because Brett, who she held hostage at Peter's party, by yes, the way. Yes. Poor Brett. Brett needs to be like, I got to go to the bathroom. I have to get a drink. Brett, Do you, you want something? Jacoby. Can I help you? Got to get out of that conversation. You need to have a talk with him and tell him your strategy. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, plagiarized one of my strategies. Well, first of all, never sit down at a party. Right. That's a best friend Mike thing. Never sit down at a party. If there's if there's more than four people there, do not be seated. Stand and move. Always move. Be like water. Moving. <laughs> and one of our former bosses, it wouldn't. we would have these dinners, and he was like the big boss, so, so everyone's just focused on him. He would always change seats two or three times during the dinner just to have different conversations. It's and a genius Brett, move. Poor Brett. No one oh, told him that, that strategy. Oh, B-H-R-E-T-T. Brett, the worst spelling of Brett I've ever seen. But Brett, you got to keep it moving, buddy. He you really, He really messed up. And also, like, there's so many activities at this bar, Brett. There's so many ways for you to get up. Be like, yes! oh, I'm going to go play. some balls. I'm playing softball. I'm playing baseball. I'm playing beer pong. Which I'm they... getting a drink. I'm talking to them. Yeah, it, it, yeah. he's like, it's, it's literally at an amusement park just, just standing in one spot. Like, come on, Brett. There's so many reasons you can move on. You've already said she's a bad kisser. You've already said you don't like her. You've established all of this. Like, 
be who you are, Brett. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to leave Sheena. She'll be fine. Everyone leaves Sheena. I feel like Lisa is is into Brett in a way that she's not into anyone else we've seen on these shows. Like I just feel like Oh, I like this. I think I think Lisa's got a real thing for Brett, her trainer. Just throwing it out there. Ooh, well, oh, oh, I'm glad you brought this up because you already floated that he's gonna see Charlie. That was kind of like on the next time on. Yes, it is. And when he mentions that he's gonna see Charlie, who are the two people that advise him against it? Lisa and Sheena. Lisa and Sheena. And who are the two people that I got a little, little something for Brett. Lisa and Sheena. Do you know who else had a little something for Brett? Who? Me. I think he's handsome. You don't think he's handsome? He's I'm too, into Brett. He's too LA for me. I like his look. Nah. I really like his look. His old tweets, not so much a fan of, but I like his look. I think he's extremely handsome, but I guess I'm alone on this hill. I'm, I'm interested in like normal people for 2020, and he's like not normal. Oh, you're interested in normal people for 2020? Yes. I'm. Yes, exactly. So like... Uh, yeah, that's just all I'll say on the topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I laid out. I laid out to let you, t- you could, you could say whatever it. you wanted there. Just, just normal okay. people for 2020. 2020, normies. Normies, <laughs> basics, get at me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's talk about Britney's bridal shower, which we've alluded to. Oh, I would love to. So Britney had a bridal shower at Katie and Schwartz's house. Katie and Schwartz, lovely home. It's also love their house. So they notably, as Sandoval aired out, they like kept a lot of the furniture that was in the house when it was staged, and it was a great choice because a they have furniture, and b <laughs> they have nice furniture. It looks great. I mean, I I'm pretty sure they did not decorate this place themselves. No, well, because I saw all kinds of like tchotchkes and accoutrement in these little in the in the shelving around the TV. It is a beautiful home, and if. Anyone is ever going to diss them for their decoration. You cannot be sleeping on a mattress on the floor and eating sushi on it if you're going to fix your lips to say anything about their home. I love their home. I agree. And also, I didn't realize it had like sort of a that middle like courtyardy type of feel in the middle of their house. I really liked that. It's a, it's a dope house. The staircase up. Well, I mean, I spent some time looking at this okay. because I'm a, a jealous that they own homes and I don't. Me too. And they've got a second floor, but it's a very like typical LA second floor where the second floor is like basically a bedroom. Yeah. It's like, it's not like we have a full second floor. They've got kind of like a attic-y. It's like a loft type of feeling. Yeah. A loft bedroom type of thing going on, but it creates this really nice staircase into the first floor, which is central to the home. And has this overhang in which you can poorly throw toilet paper across. And crepe paper, yeah. And so the theme of the party was like princesses, and they hired five Disney princesses to attend. And it was horrifying. I'm sorry. Straight up Awful. horrifying. That's not— Awful. Like then, and also, then you have this, like strangers at the bridal party. Do you have to talk to them? Do you have to feed them? Like When what, they, start, yeah, when they started making small talk, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, like, what are, you, what are you doing? You have to talk to these people? I don't get it. It's, like, very strange. Who wants to have just these randos at your bridal party? I've been to certain children's birthday parties when they have something like this, like but a they clown? show up and it's for they kids. act as a princess and they put on a show or whatever and then they leave. They're not just like, so where do you live? Where do you grow up? Oh yeah. Oh hey, hey, have you seen Parasite? Parasite's great, right? It's like they're not small talking and like drinking from the princess punch. Like, what are we doing here? I just want to say, Jacoby, have you seen it? Parasite? Parasite? Yeah. No, I don't I, see movies. I didn't think Can so. You? Okay, just check. Children. Just confirming. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, but. I found the Disney Princess Bridal Shower to be super weird. And I thought that they did a terrible job being princesses. Like, if if I'm paying you money to be a princess, I do not want you small talking and mingling with my guests. No. Literally sit there and be a model. Come and go. Be a mannequin. Pass out food. Pass apps, you know? (laughs) And after we've all taken pictures with you for the gram, you're done. You're out, yeah. This is a 45-minute gig. 
You don't have to be here for the full four hours. Honestly, that sounds long. 45 minutes sounds like a long time for these people. <sighs> yeah, 25 minutes. We just need time to take pictures with you to prove that it happened for the gram, and then we're done. Yeah, pics, we're done. I'll pay you your out. full day rate, whatever it costs. Also, five Disney princesses. I'm going to put you on the spot. Name five Disney princesses real quick. Go, go. Oh, my God. Cinderella, Snow White, Ariel. Does she count from Little Mermaid? Yeah, totally, yeah. Um, Moana, does she count? No. Okay, she's out. Um, Elsa and Anna. We get two for one. Anna, not a princess. I guess they're both princesses. They're sisters. They're sisters. But Elsa's clearly like the alpha. I know, but she's a bitch. The cold never bothered me anyway. Okay, what about everyone yeah. else? That's fucked yeah, it's up. Margo. That, that's Margo. Come on. As you know, I love Margo, your daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> but she, it's just like. She is the Elsa to Chloe's Anna, though. But it's just like, why? Why are we okay with being like, fuck you guys. I don't care about the cold. Deal with it. I don't get it. What kind of message is that for the children? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's going to be hard to like, because as a parent, I'm always trying to like get an extra layer on my kids. The cold doesn't bother me anyway. It's, oh man. That's not the point, show. kids. <laughs> yeah, it's going to bother you once you get outside. You're going to start complaining. So, yeah, seriously. Might as well put it on now. Because let's put it in my backpack and put it on you later. Anyway, the party seemed like just not that fun because Brittany is just a bridezilla like Jack's a groomzilla. And then like her mom is like a judgy mom. Why was Sheena's mom there? Did we know that Sheena's mom was like in the mix? Does she even she's live mom, in LA? Never seen you before, but she's from like LA adjacent. So it's like a, I think it's like an hour and 15 minute car ride for Sheena's mom. But like, hey, this woman I met on a television show from Kentucky is getting married. So why don't you come to the bridal shower? Really weird. Maybe she's just like in town to like help Sheena with like her egg freezing process. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> she's actually freezing the eggs. I, I just really, I don't know. Well, but, here's one thing that came to mind when I was watching this. Okay. And I've, you know, I've, I, we had a bridal shower at my apartment and it was like 50 women all dressed up and it was a lot, a lot to deal with. I had to leave immediately. And I'll say this, too many events around the wedding. It's like, I'm going to hold an event. Cool. Now we're going to have an engagement party and then we're going to have a bridal shower and then we're going to have a bachelorette party and a bachelor party and a rehearsal dinner and a wedding and the brunch the day after the wedding and then we're going to go on a big trip called a honeymoon like why so many satellite events around the main event so that many. is an event and also it's like too many everyone has to spend so much money like everyone not just Great you point. it's just like it's kind of like not fair i just i hope to never be invited to a bachelorette party again so I'm throw it out there as you know my friends oh, are, are not I, listening you can, so you can ask any of my friends who also don't listen i do not attend bachelor parties it's just like i a, don't go it's a no for I me i do not go i've been to one do you know who's that was best friend mike no, my own oh. that was the only <laughs> one i went to and i left early fact you did Yes. What? That's on Saturday. Didn't oh even my, stay the weekend. Oh, my God. Where was it? It was in Dominican Republic. So you just got came back early from the Dominican Republic? Yes. You're just like, I'm out of here. No, it was planned. It wasn't like some sort of spontaneous decision. I was just like, I don't want to be here this many nights. So Bye. everyone else stayed longer? Yes. Did Kevin Wilde attend? No. Oh, damn. Okay. Just wondering. Sorry. Anyway, um, there's too many events, but these are like, these people just seem to really like stuff. They really like to like Britney. I kind of like don't get it. I'm just like she's. I feel like we're. Getting, I love that you said this. I think the bridezilla part of Britney is really coming out and turning me against her. I love that you said this because anytime because I watch a lot of like Watch What Happens Live and people speak so highly of Britney I know. and I just don't get it. But they've incepted their opinions into my opinion. I'm like, oh, Britney's a sweetheart. She's the best. She's from Kentucky. But like, I, I don't understand her appeal to me. I'm not saying there's anything negative about her. But I, what I'm saying is, is 
from what I hear from other people that know her better than me, I assume is is sort of like better than my read on the situation. Yeah, like everyone's so worried about Britney being happy and like not not bringing up the topics around her that are going to like upset her and destabilize her. And it's like, what has Britney done to like get this like hold on all of you? I don't I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get it either. She's just a girl from Kentucky marrying a sociopath. Like, I, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, but also there's a part of me that's like, girl, if he wasn't on TV, would you he be wouldn't in be with him. He wouldn't yeah. have gotten you those fake boobs. If he wasn't your ticket to L.A., if he wasn't on a show, would you be into him? I don't know the answer to that. And, like, what does your life look like when you guys aren't famous anymore? Which is, like, really soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It. It's coming. I hate to say it. It's like, you are a child away from no longer being on television. And you're, like, five years away from not being recognized. Jax is one night away from being caught on camera cheating on you. Like, when will you stay with oh, him yeah. through that? Like, I don't know. I, I just, like, I'm, I'm out on Britney based on this week's episode. The way that she was crying when Sandoval yelled at her, I just was like, nah. And I, I don't want— Sandoval li- didn't even yell at her. He talked to Jax. I know. And she just, like—and then she wants to punch Sandoval's face in. I just feel like, I don't have time for this bridezilla. It's not for me. Britney, get your shit together. Yeah, I can't wait for this wedding to be over. I'm kind of over them just like everybody else is. So let's move on to Stassi and Bo briefly. Stassi, okay. and, Stassi and Bo, they they seem like a really happy couple. And I like that Bo's alter ego is Chef Bo RD. And he makes like really basic, um, easy, easy What did he make? Food. Can you I, explain that dish to me? I don't know. It just like it had a layer. It had many layers, one of which was prosciutto. Yeah, it was like, it seemed like it was like bread. It was like toast with prosciutto. And then he put so much mozzarella cheese on top. I mean, that sounds good. No, but as someone who, you know, you know, I'm a pizza professional. I spent years yes, making pizza. Of course, of course. That was too much cheese. Too much cheese. It's like, would you ever get like a, a French onion soup and there's just way too much cheese on it? That was what he made. I love a French onion just, soup. There could never be too much cheese. Oh, no. Oh, Julia. Yeah, just take it back. Just take it back. <laughs> Absolutely just, even not. Even if you don't believe it, just I take it back. I will not take it back. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. When I order French onion soup, I make a point to explain to the server that I do not want that much cheese. Every single time. I'm like, just sprinkle cheese on top. I do not want a full inch layer of gruyere on top of my French onion soup. Can I say that Trader Joe's has a great frozen French onion soup? And I know you live near Trader Joe's. Check it out. It's really, I will. It's really Shout fucking good. Shout out to my good. Trader Joe's. Really fucking good. a couple good. days ago. Ugh, great stuff. I love Trader Joe's. Um, so you noted that their apartment, they still live in an apartment. They're probably jealous. But they moved into a house like within the last couple of weeks. And their house is really nice. It's much. I oh, think. I think it's significantly nicer than the other houses of the people, and it's also in the, like in the Hollywood Hills. It's like Bronson Canyon area. It's oh, not in the valley. So, Stassi. Yes, yes, Stas. I think her house was more expensive than everyone else's. And it looks sounds like it. Well, it they was also really nice. they're getting they're engaged now, right? Yes, they're getting married. But in we Rome. haven't seen that on the show. Correct. I bet that's like the finale. It's hard to, for me to separate because they need a wedding every season. Last year it was what Schwartz and Katie. No, Schwartz and Katie was that a was, few years ago. Then who was it? It was. I don't think there was a marriage last year. There was Britney and Jax got engaged. We've been living in this Britney Jax oh, nightmare right. for a long time. Didn't like her daughter Pandora get married or something? That was a while ago as well, Jacobs. Keep up. Oh man, sorry. Jeez. Jeez. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What you're, don't I know. What you're to all of our I mean, listeners. We, we also had the Sheena and Shay wedding. That's you know, obviously they're now divorced, but oh, that, right. that'll yeah. be coming. That'll be coming. Um, yeah. Last last thing we need to discuss this week is Raquel. We haven't really discussed her yet. Number one. James offers her scrambled eggs or regular eggs. If scrambled eggs are not regular eggs, what the fuck are regular eggs? Fried eggs. Come on. Is that regular? Oh, I disagree with you on this. Yeah, fried eggs are regular eggs. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Are you a scrambled eggs person? Yeah, of course. Oh, I disagree. I think scrambled are, are default. Craig, what's the default egg? Uh, well, the least altered egg is just a fried egg. Thank so. you, Craig. Boom. I guess. Boom. Back on you, Juliet. You're gonna I don't know. Crazy. I just You're going to make Craig edit that part out. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just, certainly I'm not, but I just couldn't believe it. I, I was like, oh, what no. is regular I eggs? Scrambled eggs. If, if you ask for eggs, I'm assuming you want fried eggs. If you I ask for scrambled. scrambled eggs. Fried eggs oh, are no. harder to make. Scrambled eggs are, are much easier to That's do. That's the thing. Scrambled eggs are much easier to make because you can't break the yolk. Yeah. Yeah, yolk, a broken yolk really bothers me. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm paying for it and you serve me a broken yolk, I'll be so upset. And I, yeah, I totally I totally agree. Anyway, I thought that was ridiculous. I was Joey just, like, Jacoby, confused. my wife, someone who I've made eggs for for uh, decades now. Uh, there's basically like a 10 second window in which she either likes the egg or hates the egg. I've got a 10 second window. Yeah. Be- between when it's too runny or too hard. Eggs it's are hard impossible. to make. They're actually hard to do. They are because you break the yolk. Your broken yolk, especially if you've really done well and you've got that one side perfect, and then you flip and you flip successfully, but then when you take it out of the pan, you break the yolk. Oh God, heartbreaking. heartbreaking. <laughs> I, to- I totally agree with you. Um, Jacoby, does Raquel work at any of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants? Like for real, for real. When she asked, she went to a table and was like, I, I think she was like, you got the blueberry crepes, right? And you got whatever. I'm like, you can, she just doesn't have the mental capacity to actually be a server. Can Raquel she do anything? She does not. <laughs> no. She- I do not think so. And I really, and this is like, you know, I don't I don't have any like morals or ethics. I don't care about anything. But like, it really bothered me the way James was speaking to her during that one thing when she got invited to Peter's thing. James is an asshole. James is not a good guy. He is not a good person. And the way he was speaking to Raquel about like, oh, well, if, it, if I didn't exist, you would go, right? And that whole thing where he was just kind of like being mean to her. I'm like, dude, you know your girlfriend, right? This is Raquel. Like, she's she's a piece of clay. She's not a person. Like, she'll do whatever you say, but like, don't have to be a jerk about it. He's such a dick. He's like not nice to her. It's fucked up. It really is. And then the idea that Raquel was like, well, I know that you were mad. So if I didn't go there, then you would be drinking like... Girl, you, you you need to be with somebody who you don't have to babysit. 100%. 100%. And, like, you can't babysit him. Like, there's no controlling James. And she literally looked at Lisa in the face and was like, please don't fire me. Please don't fire me. Please don't fire me. And she meant it. I know. Although I don't I, believe she really works there. I, think she's I don't worried, think she really worried works Worried about getting either. kicked off the show. She needs Raquel really needs the show. If anyone does. I, I don't feel bad for Raquel. I... Do I feel bad for Raquel? You explain to me. There's a part of me that's like, you just haven't been given the the basic foundation that a human needs to get through life on earth. That's how I feel about Raquel. Like, she just doesn't have the tools. Like, I I can look at my son Quincy and be like, you will not be a professional athlete. You cannot move your body in a way. You can't put it together. Yeah, you just can't do it. And it's not your fault, man. You didn't decide this. But like, but he can still function in our society. Whereas Raquel, I'm not sure. (laughs) I am not sure Raquel can function in our society effectively i'm not sure she can either i don't i don't know like what you would do with Raquel. would you even trust her as like your receptionist no she can't no. pass she can't pass along a message she can't make a schedule no. she can't she can't remember what someone said to her and then pass that along effectively <laughs> absolutely like, i don't not. know what to do with raquel she's pretty yeah which, sure. which there's a certain currency to that but like 
anyone that wants to have sex with Raquel after speaking with her for 10 minutes is a terrible person. I mean, looks and fade. I hate that I said that out loud into a microphone, but I meant it. Looks fade. So we got to work on some other skills, Raquel. We're worried about you. Yeah, I am concerned about you, Raquel. I want the best for you. I want you to thrive in our society, but I just I just don't see it. I don't see it happening either. I just, I just don't. I mean, good luck to her. I, God bless I, her. Yeah. Pastor, I, Pastor Dalton, bless her. Yeah, Pastor Dotson, get at get at Pastor, her. Pastor Dotson, holler at Raquel. Oh God, this this was a good episode. It was my, I think maybe my favorite this season it. so far. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it. it the, the whole like, it's Jackson Brittany. It's Jax makes it about him, makes everything about him, and even when the show's not about him. He'll go and have sex with someone else to make the show about him. But when it the sh- when when the storyline literally is about him and his wedding is coming, he is just he's peaking right now, yeah. and we need to appreciate that. It's true. Sociopath Jax is a, makes for a great groomzilla. Love it. Um, Jacoby, thank you so much as always. Love talking to you. Where can we catch you when you want to when you want to hear you talk about sports? When you want to hear me talk about sports? I'm on Jalen and Jacoby. Okay. It is a television show on ESPN two at two p.m. And it's also a podcast where you can listen to on all podcast platforms, including. Spotify. Can I? Thank you. Can I? Can I throw one at you? On something at you really quickly. Is it going to hurt my feelings? No, it's related to your show. It's one of the segments you do. Crab Rangoon, cultural or regional? Um, cultural. I thought it was regional, but I've been I've been wrong. It was a big part of the Bachelor this past Monday, and I was like, it's so Midwestern regional, and everyone's like, nah, it's cultural. No, it's cultural. I'm wrong. I do not even know what is in crab rangoon. Um, can I throw imi- something at you? Imitation crab, cream cheese, and puff pastry. Yes, please. Go for it. Happy birthday, Juliet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was your birthday a couple days ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I just want to say that on this platform. Thank that, you. You know, happy birthday. You're doing great. Thank so you proud so of much, you. man. I'm happy for you. Aww. And you deserve to be celebrated. Thank you so much, best friend. And you are one day away from... Two days away from Rihanna's birthday. The weekend. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> they were like the weekends in two days. And I'm like, yeah, I'm counting down. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rihanna and I, February gals, you know, we can. Yeah. February for so winners. There's so many similarities between you and Rihanna. Yes. We we both love a Saudi crown prince. <laughs> or we, we did. She broke up with hers. <laughs> all right, Jacobs. We'll talk to you next week. It's been a joy as always. Thank you, Juliet. Thank you all for listening. Back on Monday with Batch. Talk to you then.